What's going on, everyone? It's the commissioner here. We are going to start this episode just a little different. Um, We record, did this episode uh, Monday, January 2nd in the new year. Um, But by the time that we have already had recorded this episode, we got the news of watching the game live and seeing uh, DeMar Hamlin go down from the Monday night football game between the Bills and Bengals. So just wanted to give... Uh, all the prayers and shout-outs to DeMar Hamlin, his family, the uh, Buffalo Bills team, the organization, all the close friends and uh, his parents, all the people that are involved in his life, and especially DeMar Hamlin himself. So uh, from myself and from the GM at the Summit, you know, we just wanted to send out prayers and uh, all the good vibes and whatever anyone else believes in to go ahead and put that good energy and good prayers and good vibes over to DeMar Hamlin and, uh, and his family. So we're going to go ahead and just dedicate this episode to him and we hope that everyone understands that despite the fact that we are a Houston Rockets podcast and a Houston Rockets show we are, at the end of the day we are a sports show and we believe in the brotherhood and sisterhood amongst anyone that plays in any sports in any facet or fashion so once again we just want to dedicate this episode to DeMar Hamlin uh, to his family and to the Buffalo Bills uh, organization as well. So we're going to send this episode out in dedication to them, especially in dedication to him. So uh, y'all go ahead and sit back, relax, and enjoy this uh, wonderful episode of uh, the Summit State of Mind. You're listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. I feel like I fit I fit right in, you know what I'm saying, with my defense, my versatility, with me being able to play the five, me being able to play the four. Overall, playing hard and just my, my, my will to win will. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. We got yeah, a lot of young talent, um, a lot of guys that's wanting to be a great team. We all got the mentality to do it, so yeah, it's going to happen sooner than later. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Stepbacks, and everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny. And with me, as always, is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. Follow all of us on Twitter at JP underscore Mirabueno, at Summit Commish, at Summit SOM Pod, and at Apollo MBA, and at Apollo HOU. Happy New Year's, GM. Happy New Year's to everyone that is listening to our show. We are recording our first episode in the New Year, episode 143 at you one time. GM, how are we feeling? New Year, new you? Uh, no, that, that's to be debated. Oh, uh, new me, new year. I mean, who knows? Uh, 2023 is two days in, and I am feeling older, wiser, more sore, and... Uh, more sore. I, I don't know we, what else is there. We I mean, hooped on a Friday, the day before New Year's Eve. The day before New Year's Eve, yeah. You, and you're still feeling the repercussions of this now on a Monday. Uh, I mean, maybe just a little bit. I mean, it's only natural for me at the age of 33 that uh, that I, I just get a little sore. I mean, it happens, you know. Um, at this age, um, the best thing I do with basketball is watching and not playing, probably. Probably know. right. I you don't shouldn't know. be. Mm. <laughs> not too sure. Shout out, well, shout out to J Dub who, who's 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 who's. I'm not gonna say his age. I'm not gonna age him out. But he is slightly older than you, and he does still hoop with us. So if he can do it, I think you're fine. That's very true. Fine. I mean, I we always fine. give a, a, a nice little shout out to J Dub when we hoop. You know, just uh, a, you know, give a little kudos to our boy. Absolutely, absolutely. So I want to go 
talk about the Rockets and kind of focus in and hone in on what our episode is about. But before I do, it's a new year, GM, but for anybody that is listening to our show for the very first time in the new year, welcome to the summit. Are you... Do you even know what the summit is? I'm going to explain it to you one time. The summit is about the Houston Rockets when they won their two titles in 94 and 95. But, GM, the summit is also the peak and the mountaintop. In fact, I've come up with hundreds of synonyms just to basically describe what the summit is. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. All right, the summit means the top, peak, mountaintop, crest, crown, apex, vertex, apogee, tip, cap, ridge, brink, brow, needle, crag, tor, mountaintop, hilltop, acme, peak, height, pinnacle, zenith, culmination, climax, high point, high spot, optimum, highlight, crowning glory, crowning point, best, finest, non-parallel, knee plus ultra. So basically what you're saying is uh, everything that you just stated in terms of synonyms for the summit are basically the antithesis of what are the Houston Rockets. That was a fantastic lead-in. I did not anticipate that. Yeah, it is It is almost an... You know what? Our name has pretty much been an oxymoron since since we've started our show it's, uh, it's, <laughs> from it's, episode it's, one. It's a little safe to say in, uh, in, in, in those... Words, yeah, sure. Let's, I'm just we, shocked we can, at the fact. Roll with that, yeah? I'm shocked at the fact that you knew the word antithesis. Was that your word of the day? Sure, we can roll with that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> antithesis, absolutely. Okay, so once again, if you're listening to the Friday for for the very first time, welcome in. Uh, New Year. You know, we've pumped out so many episodes in 2022. You know, we're so happy that we were able to pump the amount of episodes that we have been able to put out. I think we put out close to 100, I think, from from the time that we had started in January of 2022 to January of 2023 this year. In the one-year span, episodes, we've, put, yeah. we've, we've put out close to 100. So the fact that we've been kind of been able to do that is uh, pretty incredible. GM, before we get into the meat potatoes of this episode, you know, just let's just talk a little bit about 2022. You know, what, what was your, like, what was your highlight? Of the year of twenty twenty two, you say hi- or highlight highlights, uh, Highli- highlight high. Oh man! Well, the highlights. first highlight has to be um, when we made the move to Apollo HOU. Uh, shout out to our friends and family over there uh, for bringing us on. That was a very special moment for us. Um, when it pertains to the Houston Rockets, uh, I mean, what can we say? Like us being at the Lakers game against LeBron where Jalen went for a career high. We were at the game at the end of the season when Jalen Green got another career high. You can say that. I mean, but if we're going to go on complete highs, I mean, our Houston Astros won a World Series. I mean, come on now. Like, that's that. that what, what can you say in regards to a great year, you know? Uh that and I, I already know what Kenny's crowning moment is if we're going to talk about the Houston Rockets in 2022. Um Two words, baby. Jabari Smith. There you go. The uh, I, w- I was ready for that. Draft. I was waiting. Is there any other memories anticipating, that I Anticipating. Oh, anticipating. Another big I word. was feeling Look at you go. a little bit of, you know, the anxiety just waiting on, you know, I don't know, second by New second. New Year Thesaurus Justin. I love it. Hey, man. Th- th- thesaurus GM is in the house. I was in a spelling bee. 
was no, I, I was, I was in a geography B. I was not a spelling B. I placed but, um, I placed tenth place in a school wide tournament. That was there were there were the final ten and I was in tenth place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. That was awesome. Yeah, my fam showed out to support me. Shout out to the family, mom, dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you all. I, I mean, you know. But yeah, no. So oh man, before we drag before we drag ourselves out too long. Um, yeah, no. Jabari Smith obviously was a highlight for me. Uh, the move to Apollo was huge, obviously. But you know, we started out the year with with fan sided, which we were very appreciative of that. So that was also a great memory for us. Um, the Astros championship, the each and every watch party we did was incredible. Um, the OBL media coverage that we were able to cover on day one for a uh, T-Max tournament. That was, that was great. That was fun. We enjoyed that. Oh yeah. That um, was, Comic that Palooza was a beautiful time. 2022. We were media there as well. So that was a fun time as well. I love the fact that myself and the GM are, you know, we are a rocket show. We are rockets podcast, but we like to put our, you know, we consider ourselves to be media to a degree so we appreciate the fact that we can kind of cover you know all these different facets like cover the obl we can we covered uh comic palooza 2022 you know i get early press screenings with with deck shouts the decks and the one take podcast you know these opportunities wouldn't be afforded to us if we didn't put out you know the grind and the work that we that we try to do so you know though the whole year it felt like a movie so you know i said this in the i said this in our two not tweet on our Instagram on Summit's Instagram uh, that this that this year no last year felt like a movie that this year was going to feel like a sequel so yeah you know hopefully it's a T two sequel not um <laughs> not, a, not one of those not one of those bo- boomer sequels that are that turn out to be terrible no we want you want this sequel to be I like want a Terminator Top Gun Maverick yeah like or Terminator two yeah yeah I, I want, want it to be James Cameron esque so T two is a very solid movie exactly oh no it's a fantastic movie I love it T one thousand him you know. Robert him, Patrick. Robert Patrick going through Edward Furlong. That's fantastic. It was wonderful. Everything went through except for the gun. So the gun he had to kind of wiggle out of there. It was really weird. But GM, let's let's hone in our focus. You know, twenty twenty two was fun. Twenty twenty three is gonna be a good year as well. Um, not so good for the Rockets, like you said a little bit earlier. We are coming straight off a Dallas Mavericks and Houston Rockets loss. Um, I don't want to focus too much in on that for this episode. If you didn't already know by the name, we're going to be putting down our predictions, our bold predictions for 2023 uh, for the Houston Rockets. But before we do, you know, let's touch base with the Rockets and Dallas Mavericks game. We we watched it live, just finished it just now. It wasn't... <laughs> It was, you know, it was it was just one of those games, man, and and we kept it competitive. We actually had the lead. We had an 18 point lead in the or 16 point lead in the third quarter, but ultimately the lead got away from us, and we lost the game once again. Dallas Mavericks beat the Houston Rockets 111 to 106. Fall to a 10 and 26 record. You're seeing the patterns. Or is it 10 and 27? Is it or 10 and 27 now? Yeah, 10 and 27 now. We're 10 and 27 now. So thank you for the correction. We're 10 and 27. We were twenty and sixty-two last year. More or less headed in that direction. Now, what was your overall thoughts from this game? Uh, we were in it from the beginning, man. I mean, three quarters we were kind of in control. It's just once the Mavericks went back to that zone, and we just couldn't compete with it. 
that's kind of when the game started to fall apart. The Mavericks grabbed the lead somewhat in the fourth, and it seemed like they didn't look back after that. It just wasn't the move anymore. Um, I don't know. I mean, Al P only played 26 minutes. He was the only the starter, the only starter with a positive plus minus, I believe, and was taken out in a crucial juncture of the game within like three minutes left in the fourth quarter or four yeah. minutes left in the fourth quarter he was taken out i mean it, it foul trouble yeah but there's no method to silas's substitution um his rotations like it just doesn't seem to it, he just finds a way to get his players out of rhythm if i'm gonna be completely transparent there i mean it just did not seem that silas's wherewithal levels were at a high and it just it just you know it's like i just want to be like what are we doing here what exactly are we doing? Um, you know, Eric Gordon had himself a pretty good game. Jalen Green struggled from the field again, 5 of 17, but he did shoot 8 of 12 from the free throw line. But we really, really need to see Jalen Green improve from the field. I, I don't want to hamper down, but the one thing I will say as a fan and as someone that has been watching Jalen since he's been a Rocket is that I want to see him shoot consistent consistently better and what we've seen thus far is he's shooting inconsistent inconsistently he's only he shot 29 percent tonight from the field and the way that goes that's just that's not good enough when you are supposed to be our number one scoring option kevin porter jr was in his bag tonight 25 points six rebounds three steal six assists and three steals right so in that realm um actually from what i'm reading uh, they took they all the the stats say zero rebounds so I don't know who how many rebounds KBJ really did have but anyway that's besides the point Kevin Porter Jr. played very very well uh, he shot two of nine from three but overall he seemed like he had a pretty good control of the game um, there were some sloppy turnovers but there's no need to really dig into that because the turnovers weren't egregious in the sense. Um, it just seemed like once the Mavs again went to the zone, the Rockets were stifled yet again. And it just seemed like Derek Harper hand-checking Kenny Smith, where he could basically guide him to where he wants him to go. And because of the Dallas Mavericks playing, this zone defense on the Rockets is pretty much them like controlling the Rockets where they go. It's like they're basically baiting the Rockets to play the way that they want them to play. And it's just, it's that's on Silas. If I'm gonna be completely transparent, that's on Silas, and that's it's something that it, it's, very, it's frustrating very frustrating to witness. To um, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. We are here, we ride, and so be it. it. It's all a part of what's been going on, and the best thing that we can really do is just hope that this team can improve in that realm. Yeah, it's like the the frustrating thing about this game in my opinion was the fact that we like came out hot like it wasn't even during the first quarter like it was even during the third quarter like we were able to kind of continue on after the first half and able to like execute the first half of the third quarter as well which was great because we were seeing them play with energy Kevin Porter was playing a phenomenal game up to that point and then they go into that zone they go into this this defense and all of a sudden it's like the rockets are like are like deers in headlights they don't know how to respond there is so much like to unpack in terms of like why this team is struggling 
I truly believe, and I'll say this every single episode that we talk about the Rockets today in, is that this team is better than their goddamn record. I've said this, and I continue to believe it. This team is better than the record. So what does that equate to now at this juncture of the season? Are we equating it to Steven Silas and the culture that he has instilled within this team that has continued to haunt them up until this point where we expected to see this type of progression, which they have taken steps. And I think that's the frustrating thing. You see them beat the teams like the Bucks and the Suns, and then you'll see them take these regressions back where they just can't, they can't beat Dallas. They can't beat, you know, these other bad teams that couldn't beat the Magic a week or two ago. And you get into this point where it's like you want to see them move in that positive direction, but then they're not because, like we said, are we equating it to the culture that Steven Silas has set? Are we equating it to the fact that KPJ, and and guys, don't be mad at me when I say this, KPJ is not a true pass-first point guard that can set the table like what you know, what point guards typically do in what type of fashion. And this is not a knock on KPJ by any means, but it's also kind of just setting the table for the Jalen Greens, for the Jabari Smiths, for the Alperin Shangoons to get them to operate in a fashion to where they're comfortable with, where they can move in in one motion in the offense that is set before them. But then it also goes back to Steven Silas, because Steven Silas, he has to have that playbook, he has to be able to run the offense, be able to run the defense, and to equate it to what Eric Gordon even said, you know, the last game, where he said, no, he didn't see any improvements, he has, have you seen any improvements from last year, and he straight up said no, yeah, is it, is it, is it placed out of a place of frustration, absolutely, but at the same time, you know, you you go through these moments with these guys and you're at this point in this juncture of the season now where you're 37 games, you're almost halfway through the year, yet you're still only 10 and 27, which is not a... It's still like, they're still better than where they were last year because even if you... If you play the numbers up and you double those numbers up, it's going to be 20 and 54, which would put them about 74 games into the season, which would give them about eight more games with a chance to beat last year's record of 20 and 62 so by all accounts they're still better statistically speaking than last year they're still trending as if they're gonna be better than last year but it's moments when they fall asleep on defense it's moments when they can't get the offense going it's moments when Kevin Porter looks to play more scoot ball you know what I mean it's moments when Steven Silas head scratches out um Alperin Shangun out of the you know, onto the bench where he feels like he's not performing. There's like so much like moving parts to this story that I think everyone, us included, can kind of see writing on the wall at some point that by the end of the season, a major change has to happen. Um, that we are getting to that point now where I think we've seen enough, myself and the GM have seen enough, and we're not just talking you know, out of our asses here. We've watched this basketball team very closely the last three years, and we've seen how they've progressed or regressed, and we just don't see the type of development that we had expected to see in this third in this third year of the rebuild. So, you know, I, I don't want, like I said, I don't want to dive too much into it, but what were your overall thoughts, though, on Eric Gordon? You know, I do want to touch up on that. Eric Gordon talking about you know, he hasn't seen any improvements from last year, which I will disagree with. I think he just said it out of a place of frustration. Mm-hmm. But do you see any improvements, or do you feel like this team is still kind of teetering around the same team as last year? Um, the team is definitely not the same as last year, but when Eric Gordon says he has seen no improvement, you can go based on uh, two different ways, right? 
in terms of between the lines, micro level, and then the macro level. If you're looking at the macro level, big picture, he's not wrong. But the point that he was interviewed, we were 10 and 26 at the end of that game, right? At that point last year, same record, 10 and 26. So is there an improvement? If you're going based strictly just on the aesthetics and the optics of what you see from last year to this year, Eric Gordon technically is not wrong. There are no improvements. Same record. Um, last year was a miracle to get to that point. This year was kind of just like we've seen a lot of good play, but unfortunately the record has stayed exactly the same. If we're going to go in the micro level between the lines of where you're kind of seeing like the little margins of improvements there probably was it two things that you can state right is one is rebounding rebounding has certainly improved and oh because of that, who i'm not gonna say who i'm not gonna say why it's obviously it's because of usman gruba and bruno jabari Fernando. smith jr justin oh um, i could ring your head i know you would uh and then i think that we're i think we are technically turning the ball over less than we were last year. We're scoring more points per 100 possessions than last year, I believe. We're doing it maybe a little bit more efficiently, but I can probably be wrong. I'm pretty sure I heard that statement from above the break. Shout out to uh, Nevin and wow, James Piercy. Wow, good plug. But um, I'm not 100% certain on that. But, you know, when I'm speaking of those things, when you're reading between the margins, yeah, there, there are certain incremental improvements that we are seeing when it pertains to all of that. But in the big picture, I don't think Eric Gordon is wrong when it pertains to the overall record and the overall team. He might be zoning in on the guard play, like Jalen and Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, in terms of their improvements, they have improved in certain respects. I mean, Jalen's shot looks good. It, it, he started slow again, like last year. Not as slow, but still, we're starting to get these games where he's getting to a funk, and it, you know, it carries over from game to game. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. in terms of his assist to turnover ratio has not improved in pertaining to last year. Uh, his assists, I don't recall if they've improved completely in that regard. I can be wrong, and if it is, it can be a small incremental improvement. In a sense, but when it comes to the grand scheme of things, as him running the point guard position, um, those improvements can not really be seen as well either. Um, his catch and shooting is very, very good, you know. But I think in terms of just the overall aspect, with Eric Gordon saying no improvement, I'm, I'm honestly going to lean and say that he might not be wrong. Um, whose fault is that? Uh, all. Eyes either point to Silas, or you can even go to upper management with um, Stone. You know what I mean? Um, when it goes to all that, it's like there's, it's just a whole organizational thing. That's the issue there. Whether or not, you know, we will see improvements uh, coming into 2023, we'll see, man. Who knows? But like I stated earlier, Eric Gordon is probably not wrong here. Um, say it with your chest. Stop, 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 stop being around the bush. Say it with your chest. I, I well, I mean, the team in small margins. He's like, I'm not gonna say it with my chest. I'm but gonna, the I'm overall aspect, Eric Gordon has like he he's right. The team hasn't improved. There you go. 
Okay, all right. There you go. I was like, I was like, come on, lean on a fence, bro. Come on. I straight up said he was wrong. So can you please lean? Stop playing the politically correct answer by giving me both sides of the coin and just pick a side. God dang it. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, it's you know before I argue too much and get too hyped up on it, um, I do want to pivot over and obviously talk about the the important part of this episode, the namesake of this episode, which is 2023 Rockets bold predictions. I think it'd be fun you know, first episode of the year that we can kind of, you know, we can kind of put our predictions out there and like, and I think it'd be fun if we go towards the end of this year in 2023 and, or maybe we can circle back to January 2nd of 2024 and see what we got right, see what we got wrong, see how like close we were, how far out we were. You never know, you know? So I I asked the GM if he could put together three predictions Three bold predictions that he has for this Rockets team, mm-hmm. and I myself put together three bold predictions. When, when you're as saying well. these predictions, right? You mean like calendar year, as in the whole? Yeah, the whole not, year, not 2023, just 2023, yeah. No, no, season. I'm okay. talking like okay. when that. Okay. By the time we are at December 31st, 2023, turning the calendar over to 2024. Okay, All I'm right. giving That's you cool. the full calendar. I'm giving you the full Monty, good sir. All right, twelve yeah, months. Yeah, let's let's do it. I'm in. Twelve I'm in. months. I'm in. Twelve. Months. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm currently bleeding right now. I bladed myself for this moment. Jeez. Let's go. Okay. All right. Oh, let's man, do it. Let's I might, do it. I might have legit hurt my head. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> so, 2023 bold predictions, GM. And by the way, if you guys want to join in on this, you are more than welcome to. You know, tweet at us, Instagram us. Let us know what your bold predictions are. We're going to be putting this out in this episode, and I'm going to get a clip from this episode as well. And we are going to put our bold predictions out there. So if you are have your own bold predictions please we we'd love to hear from you so if you post on our twitter post on our instagram whether it be through the story through the clip that i'm going to post with this episode to coincide with this episode we'd love to hear from you you know it'd be great to get your perspective on what you believe uh is going to happen in 2023 so gm i want i want you to i want to let you go ahead and go first here uh, 2023 bold predictions for our houston rockets and tell me why james harden's coming back wow is that even a bold prediction the fact that it's already been reported okay Uh, shut up so my my first prediction that i'm gonna put um and it's not because i don't like this player i actually want this i love this player but i'm not sure if there's space for him on the roster i'm gonna say that Josh Christopher, jacob will not be a houston rocket by the end of 2023 um and that's not wow no. out of the gate yeah i did not anticipate that i i just we didn't by the I, way we didn't tell each other our i i believe way. that because he's still an effective nba player we've all seen it um i just don't know if there's a space for him on this current roster that we have for the rockets um unless there's a roster crunch that does happen uh sooner rather than later but when i'm looking at it now in the the big picture it just seems that josh christopher probably won't have pt on this team but my second prediction also can go along with that as well um but just in my opinion i think that josh christopher will no longer be a houston rocket and like i stated it's not because wow. i don't like him it's just because the roster and i'm shocked I, I, i'd I'm love him shocked. to stay but at the same time i want him to ball out and if he's not gonna get the opportunity here and there is some value with other teams in the league why not let Josh Christopher succeed somewhere else if we know for sure that our guard rotation that we have thus far will be the team that we want to roll with in the near future. Uh, but that, that's all up to 
Rockets Brass, Raphael Stone. But at the end of the day, that's just my feeling. You know, it's it has nothing to do it's or bold, anything it's against bold predictions. Jacob. It's the name of the episode, please. Absolutely, absolutely. Go on. But yeah, that that is. Uh, but that's it, Ken. What about you? What's 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 a bold okay. prediction for you? Well, you yeah, you can we, state your you can here? state your opinion on it, and wait, then go. Wait, to yeah, your what are we doing? What are we do? like? How do you want to do this? Alternate. Like, I, alternate. Oh, we're alternating. Alternate. Bold, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm gonna put a rebuttal out there, and I disagree with you 100. I think Josh Christopher will still be a rocket um, by the end of 2023. Because of the fact that, yeah, he's not getting his minutes, but he's still only ending on the second year of, of this contract going on to the third year. If, if, if the team had the, you know, oh, well, no, actually, it's a two plus two, right? Two. Yeah, it's two plus two. So uh, there's a team option. So they do have after the player. Your, they do have this year. No, I don't think they're going to give. I, but I think, I, I, think, I think the exercise is option, though. I believe do they do. not. They yeah, do. they will exercise the option in year three. It, now, if at the end no, of the No, no, no. They already exercise it for year three. Oh, okay. Well, then they there do you that go. before the beginning. So of the I don't believe that. Well, because we're already at year two and they already exercised it for year three. Yes, I believe they do at the beginning of the year uh, where they choose it. Because Usman Garuba, Jalen Green, okay. and Josh. They were yeah, yeah. So I don't believe that they're going to give up on him. Just by that point, the juncture. I'm not just saying the, that they're going to give up. No, on no, no. Him. But but I just but think he has gold value. Yeah, no, he has great value. Up, like, I just don't believe him. that they're going to. Yeah. He's not not going to be a rocket at the end of the mm-hmm. year. I still believe he he will be a rocket at the end of the year. So I, I don't I don't agree with what you're saying on that because of the fact that Josh Christopher, we see Josh Christopher at his peak and how good he can be. Not even at his peak, but like how he can perform. And I think a lot of it is confidence based. I think a lot of it is reps based. And the dude is still only in the second year of his freaking career yet you know as quickly as he was able to earn the minutes last year was just as quickly it was taken as it was taken away from him this year so you know there has to be a side here and we also have taken into account if 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 another coach ends up coming in yep they may feel differently about josh christopher they may feel like he deserves a spot they may utilize him dare i say better they may like his game they may want to play him more we don't know that's the thing so i think you're a little too uh, a little too <laughs> on that but mm-hmm. that's what the bold predictions are for right they're bold so okay i'm gonna open i'm gonna open mine up with the boldest of predictions justin justin dropped the mic so i'm about to drop the house on everybody right now and uh yeah, James Harden's returning. <laughs> it's not that's that bold. bold. It's that's not, that's okay, still bold enough. Think about that's it, still though. Bold enough, it's though. bold enough because by all accounts and purposes, if you backtrack uh, a few episodes ago, I did say the most likely scenario is James Harden's going to resign with Philly. I mm. still think that is the most likely scenario. Like, everyone's talking about, like, it's all good and fun, but I'm telling you right now that if he still does decide to come here, like, everyone's going to be mind-blown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not everyone's going to be like, oh, I knew this was coming, da-da-da. No, it's actually still going to be legit mind-blowing because when he comes back, he's not coming back to a championship contender. He's not coming here and saying, oh, I'm going to win a goddamn title. You know what I mean? Like, he's not. he knows that. So if he chooses to come back, he's coming back alone on the sheer will of wanting to be home, wanting to be in Houston, wanting to be in safe waters where he's comfortable. Like, that's why he'd be coming back. He's not coming back to win a title, and I think he knows that. So that's why I think at the end of the day, that's still a more stretch for him to return. That people yeah. don't seem to consider that. That if he comes in, he's, he's he knows right out of the gate they're not going to win a title. Yeah. You know he, what I mean? Even just, if you get yeah, Wendy, yeah. there's no way. Mm-hmm. There is no way. So... My bold prediction, because it's a bold 2023 prediction, 
James Harden does return to the Rockets. I'm telling y'all right now, manifesting this, manifesting this into existence when free agency opens in July of 2023. 24 hours are going to pass and no news on Harden. 24 hours pass and no news on Harden. 24 hours pass and then boom, Rockets, Rockets, Rockets brass gets a meeting with Harden. Bomb drop, drop by Wojnowski. Rock, God. Harden, Harden is meeting the team at Toyota Center as we speak. <laughs> he gives the last meeting to, and then next report, he gives the last meeting to Philly. And then another 24 hours pass. We're about four days from the start of free agency going into the fifth day. And then on the fifth day of NBA free agency, James Harden's going to put out his own article. Uh-huh. He's going to put out or he's going to put out his own tweet or he's going to put out his own thing with his agency and he's going to say he's going to say he's going to say it like this. He's going to pull the LeBron mm-hmm. with the suit, with the leaning forward. It's bigger than basketball. Mama, I'm coming home. James Harden's a rocket. I respect the take. I I do respect the take. Uh I don't see it um, I love how you said five days. Why five days, Ken? Is this? Are you trying to do this like this, like biblical or something? Like on the fifth day, uh, on the fifth God day created of cri- man. Well, no, I was thinking of Christmas. <laughs> on the fifth day of Christmas, James Harden <laughs> came home. Touche, touche. I respect that. Five James Harden's four, Jalen Green's three, Kevin Porter's. Who's, who's number two for the Rockets? Oh, t- uh, two Luther heads, one T Mac. And a zero for Aaron Brooks. Jesus. All right. Boom. People think I don't know Rockets. Oh, people don't know. People don't I know. I just know. People Kenny don't know. knows ball. Anyways, people ball. don't know. Anyways. Right. Go um, ahead. Number two. Number two for me. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. will not be the starting point guard for your Houston Rockets Whoa! next year. And let me tell you Wait, why. Okay. I'm gonna hold myself. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold it. All right, go, go, go. I'm curious. Because the Houston Rockets draft Scoot Henderson ah, in okay. the NBA draft. There it is. And I'm saying this out of just this is my desire. This is what I want. Okay. Um, I love Kevin Porter Jr., but I don't think people really understand how good and great Scoot Henderson could possibly be as an NBA point guard. The dude's already a tank. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, like I just believe I just believe built in like him. A I believe in him. Already. I believe. And this isn't any type of hate towards him. And obviously people could I'll make, trade move, you a ma- scoot for scoot. Make it that way. <laughs> I mean there are people who will, you know, take and twist any word that anybody says that is anti Kevin Porter Jr. and turn it into a way of like where it's just all negative towards him, which isn't exactly true. Yeah. I mean, there is a sense of where you can critique someone, but it doesn't have to be hate. And in my opinion, Kevin Porter Jr. might not be the point guard that this team needs, and that's okay. He can be the sixth man, come off the bench, and be a sixth man of the year, like an Eric Gordon who's done it for Houston Rockets behind the play of a James Harden. Like, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that can possibly occur. And because of that, I do believe that this could be a quote-unquote hot take or something along the lines of a bold prediction, you know? I mean, granted, we'd have to get at least the number two overall pick to get Scoot Henderson because we already know Wembenyama is going to go number one. So outside of all of that, Scoot Henderson will be your opening day starting point guard. And Kevin Porter Jr. 
may or may not be your starting three or a six man. I thought that would be a more believable take. I was gonna be like, I was gonna be like, wait a minute, you said that KPJ is not gonna be the point guard by the time twenty twenty three is over. You telling me James Harden coming back? Maybe possible. Uh, James Harden comes well, back. He'll definitely right be the number one. He'll definitely well, be the point well, guard. Well, I'm telling you right now that if Scoot. I, I don't know. It's weird. Like people think that if we get Scoot, we're not going to get James. But I still feel like they're going to try. You know, if Harden's available, they're going to they're going to fucking try. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. If a player of that talent is available and they're thinking about coming back and they want to maybe take a meeting with Houston, there's no way. You know, Tillman and all them are going to the brass are going to say no. They're yeah. going to do the meeting. Yeah. Even if you have a Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. So, but man, could you just imagine the backlogging of that? Imagine fucking KPJ. Scoot Henderson and James Harden. Oh my God, the redundancy. But I can see where you are coming from. I can see. I don't, however, agree with the six-man role. I, if he comes back, I mean, if Harden either comes back or Scoot gets drafted, I think one of each happens. Um, I don't think both will happen. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like I don't think Scoot gets drafted and the Rockets both get James Harden. That's not happening. Yeah. But if either if either scenario occurs, I can see James Harden being the three. Not James. Sorry, I can see Kevin Porter Jr. being the three. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I see his position lying. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. We see him in in many facets of the game. He's so creative. He's actually a lot stronger than he looks. Um, he's whitey. He has a whitey strong. So. Wiry, wiry. So, shouts to the placements, by the way. Great movie, cinematic masterpiece. Keanu Reeves deserves all the love. Gene Hackman. How do you not love that? Mm. But um, yeah, it's KPJ has to be the starting three. I just can't justify benching him. You know, just out of the gate, out of the shoot like that. Uh, considering all the investment, that's why it's called a bold prediction. Yeah, Kenny. fair enough, fair enough. But it's a bold prediction. The fact that he's not a point guard at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's the bold part. You're okay. just going. You're just going bolder, like Colorado, mm-hmm. like way too bold. Like you're past bold territory. You're like in deep, like you're bleeding. Th- you're bleeding through the pieces of paper, going into another piece of paper. Now too it's too deep. It's too yeah, deep. maybe, maybe it's going too deep waters. You're like a mile <laughs> and a half in. So okay, so I agree with your take to an extent. So uh, mine is okay. So this one's actually be a little bit bolder than it was than my first prediction of James Harden returning to the Rockets and that is uh the GM believed that Josh Christopher isn't going to be a Rocket uh, by the end of the year uh, my belief is that KJ Martin will not be a Rocket by the end of the year touche um, that that's certainly so, a possibility yeah and the reasoning why is well one it's bold one it's bold because KJ Martin is an is a very invaluable piece to this team like I said he came up with Jay Sean Tate so he's kind of like him and Jay Sean are kind of the last of that the the pillar the OG pillar 2020 Rockets you know that that started with James Harden and Christian Wood and those guys like KJ Martin and Jay Sean Tate were part of that KPJ joined uh, close to about 30% of the way through the season when we traded for him. But we're talking at the start of it. KJ Martin and Jay Sean Tate are two very important pieces of the team. But the reports still state that KJ still isn't happy with the minutes he's getting. And on top of that, the value that KJ Martin provides now, the fact that he's getting PT, the fact that scouts are seeing him play every single day, the fact that NBA Brass is getting to see him play every day is very enticing and very sexy looking for these uh, uh, rival teams to look at. So by the time it's December 31st, 
2023 going into 2024, I truly believe in my heart that KJ Martin will not be a Houston Rocket GM. Over to you. What do you think? Do you think there's a chance? Uh, there's certainly a chance, but I disagree. I think KJ Martin stays. He does have a team option for next season. So, and it's out a freaking measly $1.9 million. Granted, if he does get traded, it could happen over the summer. It could happen uh, by the deadline. But I just think that his value for this team currently at this point in time is very, very high. But it all is contingent on the possibility of a Jay Sean Tate returning when he returns and what they see his effectiveness on the court when he does return. Um, I see them bringing him on slowly. I think it's important that they actually keep KJ with a Jay Sean because Eric Gordon probably will not be on this roster uh, post-trade deadline for this season. Yeah. Uh, it could possibly be done next year. Not not next year, like calendar year. I mean that in NBA season next year for the 2023-2024 season. But barring anything that changes right now, I see KJ Martin sticking around as a Houston Rocket. I'll have to I'll have to disagree with you there, but he does hold value. And if there's one thing that Raphael Stone will probably want to look at is the value of KJ Martin and what he can get in return. And if it is something that he can't say no to, then I completely agree with the trade. But for me, honestly, I think that we see him next year. And if we're going to move on, my um, my bold prediction, my third bold prediction for these Houston Rockets is that when the calendar strikes, Kenny, January 2, 2024, your Houston Rockets will have a record over over 500. That is my prediction. Is that your prediction you're going to make? No, I got to change my prediction now. <laughs> we can have Jeez, the same Lord. prediction. No, man. I don't want we, it. We no, didn't. We didn't. No. We didn't know. We didn't know. <sighs> you know, we didn't know. You know what I mean? But that's my prediction. And if everything holds true, based on what I believe can happen, regards to Scoot Henderson becoming a Houston Rocket. I mean, not anything to do with Jake up, but mostly Scoot Henderson joining the team and <laughs> barring a dun-dun-dun coaching change, which could still be a conceivable possibility still considering like Steven Silas has one more year on his deal. God bless um, us all. Yeah, yeah, God bless us. But if that also occurs where there is a new head coach who I believe will probably be able to turn the tide a little bit in terms of that, I do think that the Rockets do have the players, and with a coach with a scheme that can make these players effective, I believe that there is a distinct possibility that this team, when the calendar strikes January 2, 2024, the Houston Rockets will be above the 500 mark. Okay. That was my prediction. That so that was means my you agree. Yeah, so I gotta agree with you. Okay, yeah, okay. so I'll agree. Yeah, that's, that's the first that's one cool. that we fully agree. You to. don't have to change. No, though, I'm, no, I mean, I'm absolutely gonna change. Okay, it. you're just a couple of one on yeah, a whim. I'm absolutely gonna change. Are you gonna stick? Are you gonna say it with your well, chest no. out? Yeah, I'm gonna say it with my chest out. Okay, absolutely. Okay, this okay, one, I'm okay. absolutely gonna say with my chest out. Okay. All right. Yeah. This next bold prediction. I want to hear it. All right. By the time that it is December 31st, 2023, and the calendar turns to January 1st, 2024. 
Jabari Smith Jr. is going to be averaging 18 points. 50, 40, 80 something. Oh, okay, okay. So you're 50, 40, 50, 40, 50, 40, 80 something. Okay, okay. I, I just don't think he's going to average a 90% from the free throw line. I just I can't see you that. You might be asking a lot. I can see 50, 40, 80 if he gets James Harden or Scoot Henderson with the constant improvements of these guys, at least 18 points a game, mm-hmm. 50% from the at least 50% from the field, at least 40% from 3. Mm-hmm. Okay. 80 some percent from the free throw line. I receive 48 I, I, res- I respect that. Let's do it. I mean, he he's averaging 12 points a game thus far uh this season. Um whether or not no, he can make that. No prior knowledge to what the NBA was going to bring you know, sub, to the table. Less than subpar point guard play, correct? Uh, that can also be looked at in that yeah. way. Jabari Smith, in my opinion, is just, mm-hmm. look, I, you, I've given my thoughts enough on him. Mm-hmm. But if he just takes like the leaps that I'm anticipating him to, mm-hmm. I think... He can do it. I'm gonna say this: If Jabari Smith Jr. is averaging 18 points a game, this team should be. We're at not even over 500, bro. Team, we're like, we're like 10 over what, five, what, my many, guy. Many, we're what, like 10. What is over our scoring five? average for the season? What is our scoring, bro? Average we are for the a season? decade over 500 at that point. Like there is just no way. There is just no way if Wemby's here or if Scoot's mm-hmm. here, if Harden's back. There's just no way. Like, this dude is going to get the opportunity to score. There's just no way, man. So, like, yeah. the 500 deal, yeah. Like, I, that was my third prediction. But mm-hmm. I did have a backup fourth prediction just in case any of these predictions yeah. get nope. cross, got, got caught in the crosshairs. I can I can so. agree with this statement, but I'm going to... 50% is what okay. I'm a little not certain of. Yeah, no, you know, no, no. I'm not saying but that. But the like, 40% I think is yeah, actually doable. I, I think it's conceivable. Because you're only doing, a mo- like, two full mm-hmm. months of the season. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, like two full months of the season, so I think it's doable. Yeah, it's not through the stretch of the whole season. I'm not saying by the time we end the 2023-2024 season, he's 50, 40, 80. But I'm telling you, as December 31st, going into January, he's averaging 50, 40, 80, mm-hmm. 18 points a game. Book it. I, I book okay. That this, shit. this is how I feel. 18 points certainly um, is certainly possible, but I do not think that um i do not think that he'll get 18 i think 15 16 points per game will be more conceivable considering how many scores we have on the roster uh with jalen green kevin porter jr alprin shangun who will be getting looks in the paint um they will have to conceivably find jabari smith jr better and get him more opportunities at shots because he is not shooting the ball very much um i don't even know how many shots he's averaging a game this year it's got to be at least like 10 to 11 not like I don't know, eleven shots a game maybe. To get to eighteen, it's definitely gonna have to take more shots than that. Uh, the Rocks will have to play faster. First of all, for someone that's so young, I mean, for, sorry, not someone. For the team being so young, their pace is very slow. And in order for this team to get more, he's not lying. Possessions, either. yeah, they need to play faster, and that's probably the way which I can see Jabari Smith Jr. scoring eighteen points a game if they get a shit ton of possessions. They're scoring a lot, and they're playing fast and precise, which is something that's probably needed. But fuck, man. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how that'll be. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr., man, getting 18 points a game. I would love to see that, yeah. whether that actually happens is a whole yeah. other story. Yeah, it's, it, that's why these are our bold predictions. This is what the episode was. It's about our bold predictions for the new year. 
All right, GM. So those are our predictions. Um, let's go. Ahead, let's let's wrap that in a bow as well as this episode. And you know, once again, to everybody that is listening, we'd love to know your predictions. Uh, we'd love to hear it from y'all. Uh, put it out on our Twitter. Put it out when we post it. Uh, we'd love to get feedback from y'all. Do y'all agree? Do you disagree? Do you believe that? Um, we're you know, do you believe that there's there should be you know different predictions in there? Like, what are y'all's predictions? We'd love to hear from y'all and know what your predictions for this season is, or just for the entire year. Um, but I mean, every prediction that we've made has basically had the mentality of the team is going to be better. <laughs> the team is going to be better. That the team is going to see better days, right? That that would be the mantra of this team. Because god damn it, I want them to finally reach the peak. I need them to reach the mountaintop, the crest. I need them to reach all of that. You know? I would love GM for the Rockets to hit the top, the peak, the mountaintop, the crest, the crown, the apex, the vertex, the apogee, the tip, the acme, the peak, the height, the pinnacle, the zenith, the culmination, the climax, the high point, the high spot, the optimum, the highlight, the crowning glory, the crowning point, the best, the finest, the non-parallel, the NE plus ultra. I'd love for them to win an NBA championship. I feel like I just had deja vu. Um, did this happen? Start, this happened before. We're gonna start this episode the way yeah. we ended it, baby. Touche, <laughs> touche. Uh, so yeah, that, that's 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 a wonderful thing. Yeah, definitely so, uh, love to love to see it. <laughs> well, speaking of ending it the way we opened it, you know, once again, happy New Year uh, to everybody. You know, we hope y'all have had a safe New Year's, and we're so excited for what 2023 is gonna have in store uh, for us for our content for our show, for Apollo, uh, for the Houston Rockets. You know, we're just so thankful to be here at this place with this platform and to have continued to garner support. Uh, we didn't, we believe that, you know, we would get to where we are, but you know, the work never ends. We continue to strive for greatness and continue to do what we do to put out the best Rockets content for everybody that's listening. Uh, GM, you know, anything that you want to say before we end here? Um, you know, the Rockets took an L today, but there will be brighter days ahead, like you said. You know, we, we just want to see better days uh, for this Houston Rockets team, and we are hoping that changes can happen and they can happen soon, whether it's Eric Gordon getting traded or Steven Silas getting fired. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not calling for his job, but that might be something that the team might need to do in order to shake things up and uh, insert some progression. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we will see what happens moving forward. Uh, we have another game Wednesday, I believe. I don't know if we're playing again Wednesday. I'm not too certain, but do know that we will be covering it again. And just know that we will probably have a Houston Rockets watch party soon enough again, hopefully in the month of January, if not for sure in the month of February. So keep an eye out, keep, keep your ears peeled. And we will see what we can do in terms of hopefully making something happen. Uh, we'll see. Who knows? Um, but anyways, let's let's just go home here, Kenny. Um, yeah, you're you're the you're the man. There you go. Give him the cue one that, time. That I definitely am. The cue. They're giving us cue to go home. Absolutely. Yep. They told us that time is running out. Uh, the producers are telling us that it is time to go home. All right, it's closing time, guys. Oh my God, start. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at jp underscore mirabueno. Follow the podcast on Twitter and TikTok at Summit, S-O-M-P-O-D. Follow us on Instagram as well at Summit State of Mind underscore P 
P.O.D. Shout out to Kaisere, the fiance of Kevin Porter Jr. for sharing Kenny's video on Instagram the other day. So shout out to her. That was beautiful. Uh, and shout out to our boy, Kevin Porter Jr. Absolutely. Uh, and then make sure to follow the team, the company, the family at Apollo NBA and at Apollo H-O-U. Um, be on the lookout. We do have some Apollo NBA content releasing at some point soon. Uh, whenever we do release it, you will see it, hear it, and hopefully you guys will enjoy this content as well. What you think about that, Kenny? How was that? Did, did I do that relatively well? Yeah, it was okay. Uh, right, I, yeah, we hit start twenty twenty three with a bang. I can't, but with sell. a whimper. No, I'm just kidding. No, I am. No, no. I am, you did a good job. I, am not a good I know sold. No, no, no. You did a great job. I know sold your. I know sold uh, your finish. That's what it was. I know sold it. Thank you, I Brock Lesnar. It was a joke. It was a joke. I didn't mean to. It was just a joke. I, I, Asshole. I'll sell. For, I'll sell for it. You want me to sell for it? I will. You will stun me, and I will fly like ten feet in the air. Like I need a stone cold yeah, star, like, like the Rock reaction of a stone cold center where it's like you flip well fun, all the fun good fact stuff. one fun fact when the best seller of the stone cold stunner was bret hart because when bret hart actually got stunned he legit was holding like his throat as if stone cold like just like wreck like like basically just like cut his throat so every time bret hart gets it he's just like ah that's how you sell like you can do the overboard selling but the actual sell itself come on. bret hart does he does yeah. he does bret it by storytelling like storytelling yeah god's gift yeah. to the world okay so let's go ahead and circle back here yeah give me a follow as well at summit commish uh shout outs and love to all of our podcasts uh through the apollo podcast network uh shout outs to apollo texans off the gridiron with uh taylor and noah please give them a listen they continue to kill it despite the texan season <laughs> but it's gonna get better because the draft is coming right around the corner bryce young may be a houston texan so continue they have the best uh texans coverage for y'all be sure to give them a listen be sure to check out beyond the diamond the crown jewel of houston astros podcasts with la lima brian lima and des give them a listen they continue to kill it with the astros content uh when i say crown jewel i'm not just saying i'm not just saying it to be you know a stand for apollo i really truly mean it they are killing it the crown jewel of Astros podcast belongs to Dez and Brian. BTD, Beyond the Diamond. Watch them on YouTube. Listen to them on all your Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So shout out and all the love for the Apollo Podcast Network peeps. Also shout out to the One Take Podcast. That's Dex's show. Everything pop culture, if you like movies, TV shows, anything of that nature. You're watching the new Game of Thrones series. Uh, you're catching Avatar 2. You're catching all the future movies like Creed 3 that's coming out in a few months. That is going to be your first listen to listen for all to listen to all those uh, pop culture content. That would be the One Take Podcast. So shout outs once again to the entire Apollo Podcast Network for continuing to, continuing to kill it. And we're going to go ahead and end this episode and this show here. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. 143 officially in the books. We're going to end this episode as we end every episode by telling you go Summit, go Apollo, and on the go home here, go Rockets. The Summit for, 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 for life.